What's good? What's good, everybody? This is the first official episode of the Weeb webcast. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. So basically, what we could be doing here is talking about gaming, anime, and music, combining all three of my passions into one. Uh, one central thing, idea, execution. <laughs> Let's go with that. So uh, basically, to start off, we can start off with some anime. <sighs> I've watched a ton of anime over the years, but I'd have to say Naruto is no longer my favorite anime, but it's my most cherished my most special anime and to this day it still has that spot in my heart for a multitude of reasons not only for just being great but like also for teaching me things uh as i grew as a child and as i grew i felt really attached to the character of naruto probably as most people do but i really just projected myself onto naruto and saw my a lot of uh, myself in him uh but yeah man just to talk about some of the lessons i learned just from watching naruto what naruto meant to me it's like three central things i can immediately think of like to never give up obviously <laughs> nigga never gave up <laughs> i'm gonna be the next okage type shit Cherish your, the relationships, like your friends, especially, and family. Like those three central things that Naruto taught me. Obviously, Naruto put in the work, and he, he achieved his goal of becoming Hokage, the leader of his village. And obviously, you know, in real life, for anything you want in life, you have to work for it. You have to put in the work. You have to work out. You have to study. You have to... <laughs> or whatever else <laughs> uh take the training courses bro you just gotta put in the work in order to achieve your goals in life uh the relationship thing <sighs> bro like naruto and sasuke along with naruto and everyone else in the village he really truly appreciated everyone he came into contact with and it showed from the beginning just starting off with sasuke that's the most prevalent one just starting off with sasuke from the beginning when they were children they hate well they hated did they hate each other i guess you could say that they hated each other but they have mutual respect and that mutual respect led to that relationship blossoming into something incredible so this nigga naruto he saw sasuke as something that he wanted to be something that he was and something that he wanted to surpass and that kind of made their relationship rocky at times, but it also made it a great thing. So, 
relating that to real life terms, you know, with your friends, they may have qualities that you want. They may have qualities that you hate. And they may have qualities that you want to, well, maybe not qualities, but like things that they do or uh, stuff like that. They may have those things that you want to be better. You may want to be better than them. And that's okay. That's okay. That's all natural. And you take those differences and similarities into account. And you can really appreciate them for the person they are. And as those things, y'all's differences and commonalities come into play with each other, they're going to either make you better them better or you know cause conflict and you'll either grow from that and and vice versa with them so that's how i view <laughs> now uh relationships from naruto uh no, nothing really negative can come from them you just get better and you learn and yeah, <laughs> uh, that's it on that, basically. And the last thing that Naruto taught me is family. Basically, <laughs> just, you know, being there for your family. Because Naruto, he didn't have a family. Well, he had a family later in life, but, like, not his actual family because they died. So, yeah, just, you know, being there for your family. Because I have a little sister, mom and dad live with them. And I want my sister to be better than me. So I do anything I can to help her and also recognize that she's her own person. So she's going to do things uh, differently than me. So it's just learning to be in balance with them, just loving them and wanting the best for them. My parents, I try to listen to <laughs> the advice that they give me, but they know I'm going to do things differently than how they tell me sometimes. But even like the things that they say to me even if it may be harsh sure i might get mad or frustrated or whatever in the beginning but i'm still listening and taking in what they say and be like yeah that may have made me upset but what they're saying it's informative they, they're right i'm gonna i'm gonna listen or if i choose not to listen you know that's on me but yeah there's just many layers to that anime right there naruto so much that you can learn from just watching that i really recommend everybody to watch it but everybody probably has you know who hasn't watched naruto if you haven't watched it like i said watch it read it as well it's also a great manga uh but yeah speaking of watching anime have you ever got that feeling where you know you're just like, why am I watching this? What like, you're watching it. You're watching the anime, whatever it may be. One Piece, Bleach, Umineko, whatever it is. And you're like, I'm watching it, but I'm not really paying attention. I don't really care for it, and you just get tired of it. Burnout is what they call it. Yeah, kind of feel like I'm going through that right now, because as I've said, I've watched. A ton of anime over the years. Like. Almost 200. Because I keep track. 
with the uh, my anime list out. I've watched almost 200 anime, bro. And I feel like now I'm getting to that point where I'm like starting to like watch it to reach the end destination. You feel me? Like I'm not even watching it to appreciate it at times. Like the catch was going on or like the, the small little subtleties. I'm just watching it to be done with it. And you, you don't want to do that. It's, there's no enjoyment in that. Uh, what's the saying? It's not about the it's not a it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm just watching the shit for, for the end destination. So I feel like I got to uh, reportion my time and like take take breaks from it because I, I love anime, bro. It's like one of my favorite pastimes. and I really don't want to get sick of it. So I just got to learn to reportion my time to make sure uh, that doesn't happen. And yeah, <laughs> uh, this is a great podcast, by the way. This is a great podcast. <laughs> uh, moving on to gaming. I just been going back in my back catalog, trying to get shit done, beating old games that either I haven't played or that I started, but just couldn't finish due to whatever reason. And let me tell you, Sonic 2006 is the worst game that I have played. Well, maybe not worse because I have played uh, like the little Street Fighter, little uh, Tetris games. I hate that shit. But Sonic 2006 is definitely up there with the worst games that I have played in my lifetime. And, bro, the controls suck on that game. Like, you could be running in a straight line, but for whatever reason, however they design the game, they're stupid loose. They may start they start off stiff while you're running in the straight line, but they get stupid loose, and you'll run off the course and end up dying pointless deaths countless times. It just makes the game unnecessarily hard. Not to mention, the game freezes while it's in act while it's in mid action which also complicates things because the enemies they attack you during your during your actions and you, and you can't do anything to counteract that so it just makes for a painfully slow run through experience causes tons of headaches just this past week i've tried to get past uh the soliana trials like probably a total of seven times and yeah like i said those problems caused me to die countless times and i had to step away because i kept getting headaches trying to do that and yeah it was not an enjoyable experience but besides that the plot who really cares about the sonic plot but yeah the plot <laughs> sonic comes to uh the city of Soliana, and for whatever reason, it's been a while since I played the game from the beginning. For whatever reason, and he basically ends up having to save the princess and end up saving the world from Iblis. Yada yada yada. Yeah, it's a Sonic plot, bro. You'll you get what you get. And 
story split up between three characters. You get to play from Sonic's perspective, Silver and Shadow. I'm 81% done with Sonic. I really hope I can get to 100 because it's really bugging me that I haven't beat it. But I will whenever I can. I'm about 40% done with Silver and 0% done with Shadow. So, yeah, that's my status on that. And my favorite game of all time, Chrono Trigger. I've been trying to beat that again. I played that game for the first time back in high school, uh, like 11th or 12th grade. I had downloaded it on uh, some emulator. And I just fell in love with the game, bro. It's a JRPG. I believe it was made in... Let me look it up right quick. Don't want to give inaccurate information. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. It's coming. That's what she said. It was made in 1995. So 1995 JRPG. And I just find the game to be really relaxing on top of entertaining. So we have sprites design it's a typical well, i wouldn't say typical but like 8-bit i don't think it's 16-bit because like the character models aren't that clear but yeah you have the retro gaming style and you basically just jump between different time periods the past the future the present and you're on a quest to save the world from uh the ancient uh monster lavos and you get to meet a bunch of interesting characters along the way. On top of experiencing probably one of the best soundtracks in gaming, in my opinion, the music in Chrono Trigger is amazing. Especially, if you don't play the game, just go look up Frog's theme on YouTube. And yeah, you, you'll know why I say Chrono Trigger has one of the best OSTs in gaming. That shit is amazing. And then there's a bunch of different renditions of it. I heard someone play it on like electric guitar on spotify i was like i didn't think this could get any better but it definitely did so yeah i've just been trying to beat that again i'm currently on the level of uh the masamune uh magus's castle i'm going th uh through that again and yeah just been having a blast grinding on chrono trigger trying to beat it um what else final fantasy 7 I bought that game on PS4, the original Final Fantasy VII, not the remake that came out this year. Uh, 1997? Uh, yeah. F Final Fantasy came out 1997. PS1. Yeah. <laughs> so i just been going through that game, and I've been trying to beat it i made it to the final boss to uh what's his name silver sephiroth i made it to sephiroth and it's been legit a year since i touched that game because the final boss section is i'm playing it blind so i'm not trying to use any walkthroughs so uh, you know just having difficulty with that and, you know i kind of got them i kind of got demoralized with it i was like you know what I'm going to just come back whenever I can, pick it up, and I'm going to beat it. But I've hopped on that game a couple of times, and each time i just, you know, been having the same problem. 
So, yeah, I'm just trying to muster up the strength just so I can you know, go back through it and attempt to finish the game. But other than that, it's a pretty fun experience. You know, uh, it's not sprite-based characters. This time we have, like, full-on 3D models, although they aren't the best, obviously. PlayStation 1 graphics, really sharp edges. But uh, the character art is really nice. Um, Final Fantasy 7 also has another great OST. I find myself using that music to study too, or just when I'm laying down, I just stare at the ceiling listening to uh, Final Fantasy 7 music. It's really relaxing and calming. Um, cool characters, Cloud Strife, Tifa, Red 13, Not Sid. <laughs> uh what's the what's the female ninja's name uh i forgot her name her um eris yeah sephiroth and yeah i recommend people play that game if, you, if you're into jrpgs play um final fantasy 7 and chrono trigger please you're gonna be doing yourself a big favor um moving on to the last section that we're going to cover in the podcast is music. So January to now, December 6th, a lot of music has come out. And I must say, I have been really entertained this year with a lot of the releases. Just to name a few, we have Limbo by Amine. We have not only not only one, but like, what? Bro, this nigga was on a roll this year. Lil Uzi. Eternal Attake. Uh, Pluto X Baby Pluto and the deluxes that went along with them. Speaking of deluxes, 2020 has been the year of deluxe albums, bro. Like, we've gotten deluxe albums from The Weeknd, Lil Uzi twice, Gunna, uh, Amine, Rina Sawyama. Sayama Deluxe is amazing. Um, and what Lil Wayne he put out a deluxe to the Carter Five this year, I believe. Yeah, bro, 2020 has been the year, and that's just the ones I remember off top. I'm pretty sure there's been ton, tons more. There's been 2020 has just been the year of the deluxe album. Uh, but yeah. It's been a good year for music, dog. Uh, I have to say, just I'm gonna do this in a separate episode. Like list my favorites, like my top five or top ten in a separate episode. But just to give y'all a hint of was what may be on that list. Uh, the weekend, like I said, stellar performance on After Hours. Really great, really great listen. It's really amazing how he switches up his style on every album, you know, uh, from whatchamacallit. I'm trying to think of his first album. Uh, it's escaping me right now, but his from his first album going to his second, which was uh, Beauty Behind the Madness, just hearing the shift in, in tone in ambiance in feel on that on uh, the transition between those two then going from the second to Starboy 
and once again seeing the growth and change in sound and then from Starboy we have after hours bro it's just the nigga can't miss bro you know all those memes are like he can't miss he don't miss the weekend does not miss bro on god uh speaking of on god 21 savage bro <laughs> 21 savage and metro booming savage mode 2 uh didn't think that was going to come out it was people have been talking about savage mode 2 for a while and finally they delivered with it this year and i must say came out at the right time uh like sometime in october came out at the right time halloween you know all that and it was a really enjoyable listen i feel like the nigga was in t- top form like all the song they know all the songs a good 90 percent of the album slap uh there may have been like one or two however many just a couple songs that i wasn't really messing with like that don't have the track list pulled up on me so i can't give you exact titles but yeah for the majority i love that album as well song with drake is an absolute banger uh what else limbo like i said about mine yeah bro that shit nice and the deluxe had just made it that much better i can name like the uh, like uh, a couple songs out there on top uh mrs clean the the first song to start off the deluxe then we got solid then we got uh buzzing featuring unknown mortal orchestra uh he linked up with them on the collab before for honeybee remix and uh, yeah bro listen to limbo deluxe listen to limbo deluxe listen to limbo deluxe um yeah 2020 great year for music uh more to come on that and playboy cardi for the past couple weeks like niggas been tweeting in typical cardi fashion caps lower cases symbols and is i guess he's trying to hype up the album i hope he's trying to hype up the album because allegedly it was it's supposed to be coming out in like two weeks we'll see he said in an interview uh that we'll see <laughs> if it's gonna be out before uh 2020 is over so yeah i'll be on the lookout for a whole lot of red because the snippets he been posting on his instagram live i'm not gonna lie bro i'm hella excited i'm trying to i'm trying to hear all that i'm trying to hear what he got to show on his uh sophomore album because you know the sophomore slump is a real thing and i'm hoping that he avoids that at all costs um what else kind of disappointed drake and drop certified lover boy like he said he was gonna do uh he said it was supposed to come out like summer this year bro but (laughs) we in the winter this year so yeah that was a lie but he said january 2021 and that's right around the corner so i'm not too mad at that so just hoping that it'll be amazing hope he'll display some you know that lyrical prowess he showed on the bb king freestyle of lil wayne's no ceiling street ain't listening to no ceilings three but i did listen to that freestyle and i must say drake and lil wayne they both killed it so i can only hope he gives us some more of that and i hope he does you know some more of that <laughs> some more of that you know typical drake stuff you know give us some love give us some lover boy music it's in the title so i'm, I'm gonna be expecting some lover boy music something for me to put in a playlist you know 
to simp to in the car when I'm by myself, you know, being my feelings <laughs> while I'm riding. Something, something I could sing to, something I could cry to, you feel me? That old Drizzy Drake, you feel me? <laughs> but nah, uh, yeah. That's all I got on my on my little notes <laughs> for right now. Second episode probably be a little bit more organized, but yeah, I I've been putting off the first episode for a while, so I just had to run through and, and just you know record my thoughts on things. Just record how I've been feeling. What's on, what's on my mind about uh, these things? So yeah, be looking forward to the second episode whenever that may be. Uh, I'm gonna try to do this weekly maybe bi-weekly we'll see <laughs> if not it'll just be sporadic posts and i'll promote them on my social media speaking of social media y'all can find me on twitter at cam is based that is k-a-m-i-z-b-a-s-e-d and uh that's really the only social media i use i'll promote more once i start using more in the second episode so yeah i'll catch y'all later Peace.